Bryce Miller continued his historic start to his major league career with another scoreless outing. My thoughts on his night and more coming up here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors, and welcome to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. I am your host, Teddy Gonzalez. And yes, I did say after all last night that there would be no show on Wednesday. But guess what? I lied. We have a really fun Mariners win to talk about. 6-1 to one victory over the Oakland Athletics tonight at T-Mobile Park. At least I'm going to be talking about the victory tonight. Fortunately, Colby unable to join us again tonight. Uh, he's working as he does on most weeknights. So we will get his thoughts on tomorrow's show, his takeaways from this one. But tonight we're still going to have uh, a little bit of fun. We're going to talk some Bryce Miller. We're going to talk about this offense. We're going to talk about the fact that the Mariners are above 500 for the first time since May 15th and just the third time overall this season. Before we get into everything, though, uh, tonight's episode of the Locked On Mariners postgame show is brought to you by FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action. And FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you can bet on everything from who goes home with a win to the result of the very first pitch. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash L-O-C-K-D-O-N to learn more. FanDuel, an official partner of Major League Baseball. So I get that two of Bryce Miller's first five starts, including tonight's, have come against the Oakland Athletics, who are off to one of the worst starts in Major League history. They are now 10-41 and 41 on the season. Um. Yeah, we're we're nearing the uh, third of away mark in this season, and the A's are already 31 games under 500. They are really bad. That said, though, what we're seeing out of Bryce Miller, what we have seen over these first five starts, is something that we, as a community of baseball fans, have never seen since they started recording stats for this great game. This comes from Sarah Langs. Listen to this. Bryce Miller tonight became the first pitcher since at least 1901 to go six plus innings pitched and allow four hits or fewer in each of his first five career appearances. There isn't another word that I can think of to describe Bryce Miller's start to his major league career than unreal. It's unfreaking real what he's doing right now. And yeah, again, I get it's against the A's, but that shouldn't at all diminish the fact that he is just flat out dominating right now. And he's, I mean, at least as far as tonight goes, Doing it just on one pitch alone. He threw 90 pitches tonight. 73 of those fastballs. 73 of the 90 pitches he threw tonight. Fastballs. Threw the slider eight times. Change up seven times. 
in the sweeper just a couple times. Uh, he ended up inducing a 32% call strike plus whiff rate on the fastball. 11 whiffs on 40 swings. He was just daring this A's lineup to hit the fastball, and they just flat out couldn't. They just couldn't do it. They really couldn't do it. Just two hard hit balls on the night as a whole. Miller finishes his night six innings pitched. No earned runs on two hits. Six strikeouts, one walk, one hit by pitch. His ERA now sits at one, one, five. He's really good. He's been really, really, really good. Still very early. But considering the way that rookies across the American League have overall disappointed, it's a couple of of exceptions to that. Obviously. Yoshida, he's likely the favorite. Josh Young as well. It's going to be up there, but it might be time to start throwing Bryce Miller's name into the ring on that front, at least early on here. Because uh, again, you know, it's hard for pitchers to win awards like that, but he's doing something that right now that we've never seen before in Major League history. And in, when it gets to that point, it doesn't matter what the opponent quality is. Certainly helps. It's certainly there for context purposes. Context, obviously, very important when we talk about these things, but this is special. This is really, really special stuff that we're seeing out of Bryce Miller. So the Mariners ended up having a big fourth inning, and then bats went quiet for a while. They did add another run on a Teoscar home run to the pen to make things 6-1 to one in this game. Uh, but the game was ultimately decided in the fourth inning. We're going to talk a little bit about this offense tonight in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of the Locked On Mariners postgame show is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your professional baseball franchise? Well, your dream can come true, and this game is definitely for you manage every strategic aspect of your team play through the season lead your team to glory you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff managing team finances scouting and drafting players managing difficult personalities navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season all this in a challenging and realistic game world ultimate baseball gm is completely free and playable offline play on the go as you want and when you want it's basically the Jerry DePoto simulator. So instead of saying chills, DePoto did it again. You can now say chills. I did it again. Download it now and locked on Mariners listeners get a 100% free boost to the franchise when using the promo code locked on in the game store. So make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code or look it up on the app stores. It's probaseballgm.com. By the way, folks, if you're unable to watch the game tomorrow night, you can catch it on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. First pitch at 6.40 p.m. Pacific as the Mariners look to sweep the A's and start the year 7-0 against the worst team in Major League Baseball. Now, I got a question for you folks. How much wood could a Waldachuk chuck if a Waldachuk could chuck wood? Now, in this instant, if wood was runs 
then the answer would be a lot. That could also be applied to strikeouts. He had seven of them in just two and two-thirds innings pitched. The Mariners, eh, <laughs> their bats didn't look particularly competitive against Waldachuk after he came in in the second inning. The A's rolling with an opener, Austin Pruitt, who gave up a couple of hits in the top of the first, but made it through that frame scoreless. Uh, Waldachuk uh, was making things work with the sweeper. Uh, the Mariners were having a tough time picking that pitch up, as they have been a lot of the times this year. Uh, but they finally broke through with a big five-run fourth inning, which started with Sam Haggerty, who had an opportunity with bases loaded and one out a little bit earlier on in the game and had an infield pop-up. Uh, the Mariners ended up not scoring in that inning, uh, but he redeemed himself. And, you know, We've been speaking negatively about Sam Haggerty, to put it lightly, here on the uh, Locked On Mariners podcast, specifically my co-hosts. But I did say last night that you know I agreed with the sentiment that Haggerty's spot on this roster, to me at least, not as valuable as maybe someone like Jake Shiner, Mike Ford, in the interim before. Dylan Moore ultimately gets called up because I think that is what the corresponding move will be once Moore is ready to go. Um, but I got to give credit where credit is due. Sam Haggerty kind of balled out tonight. <laughs> kind of did. Look, he got a fastball pretty much center cut in his second at bat of the game, uh, but he put a really nice swing on it uh, to, to line it down the, the left field line. And give the Mariners a 2 nothing lead. Breaks the ice in this game. He's also playing first base tonight. Just the third time he's played first base. And actually played it pretty well. He had a really nice uh, spinning grab. Um, spinning tag. Uh, later on in the game. After Jose Caballero switched over to third base. Plus Vejo and Suarez. We're going to be talking about that situation just a little bit. Um. It was a good night for Haggerty. I, again, I don't know how long he is for this roster. This still doesn't change how I ultimately feel about his spot on this roster as well. Um, and I think, really, if, you're, if you want to try and get the most out of Sam Haggerty, he still needs um, the opportunities that he'll get in AAA because he's, just, he's not going to get those opportunities. He's, got, he's not going to get the at-bats that he really needs at the major league level right now with how the Mariners are currently deploying their guys. There's always the outside shot that Colton Wong is the guy that he does get DFA'd to make room for more on the 26 man roster. I just don't think they're going to do that. I think it's a little bit early to pull the trigger on that front. I know he's been really bad. I know most of you hate Colton Wong, but this is a guy with a lot of track record. Colby talked about it on yesterday's main episode. Um, I think they're going to still try to ride things out here with uh, with Wong for at least a little bit longer and uh, give Haggerty again the the opportunities that he really really needs. But uh, overall, good night for Haggerty, who came through with a one for three night, the two RBI double, and also a walk, and then again pretty decent night 
at first base, considering that he's only played that position three times within the span of what a month. So good stuff overall for Haggerty. Uh Julio tonight, two for five. Um had an RBI, uh opposite field single in that big fourth inning. Uh, but the three times that he recorded an out, however, all strikeouts. Uh, J.P. Crawford with a two-hit night as well. Cal Raleigh with a two-hit night from the right side. Uh, he he put in some work from the right side. A.J. Pollock with a couple of hits as well. A uh, 105, I believe, off the bat on his second single of the night. Uh, first single, an infield single. I don't know what happened there with the Led Miss Diaz because Pollock certainly um, not slow by any stretch of the imagination, but not necessarily a burner either, but he was able to beat out what looked to be a relatively normal looking, you know, ground ball to short. Uh, But yeah, uh, good night for Pollock. Uh, Jose Caballero got a little uh, bloop single as well. So another night, another Jose Caballero hit another night of, Caballero doing something cool. Uh, he also walked a couple times. And then, of course, Teoscar Hernandez, like I mentioned, uh, the uh, home run, solo home run in the bottom of the seventh after the A's finally got on the board. Uh, kind of a weird inning for Matt Brash. Um, some defensive miscues there from uh, Colton Wong. Obviously, a really tough ball to play there for, for Wong. Uh, but Caballero uh, just completely whiffing on a... Uh, on a bouncer to third. Uh, Teo, uh, the data on the home run for Teo, 106 miles per hour off of the bat, 417 feet. That ball would have been a home run in 28 of the 30 major league ballparks, just not Arizona or Colorado. So let's talk about Eugenio Suarez, and I'm going to take a quick look at, um, at Twitter here to see if there's more information um uh, about Eugenio Suarez. Yeah, so here from Curtis Crabtree. Uh Scott Service said Eugenio Suarez came out as he got hit by Julio Rodriguez foul ball in the on deck circle in the first inning. Um AJ Pollock was also removed from this game uh for Taylor Trammell and that's also because of an ailment Pollock apparently, according to service, felt something after sealing a base and uh, also came out late. So that's not great when you pair that with the Ty France um, injury, which appears to just be a bruised wrist. Uh, X-rays last night came back negative after I got done recording last night's show. Uh, But he, of course, didn't play tonight. We'll see if he plays tomorrow but it might be a good opportunity to get him some rest. But if you're also going to be down Pollock and Suarez, you're going to be pretty, pretty light on the bench. So I also have to wonder at that point if maybe they uh, they make some sort of move on that front. Maybe send down a pitcher like Taylor Saucedo to uh, just get an extra bat in there if Suarez, Pollock, and France are all unable to go. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, this is not a long-term thing for Gino because, I mean, we you know we don't know how bad this thing is with France, and if the last two years are any indication, lower arm injury for Ty France means that he is going to struggle. 
So even if he doesn't require an IL stint, which appears to be the case, if Gino also has a thing, you're you're certainly not in a spot that you uh, you want to be. We'll see on Pollock. Um, it didn't seem like he got up in any sort of pain on the. Uh, it was a ball four, uh, but he did successfully steal second base. It's not going to count, but he did get in there uh, before the throw. Uh, he kind of came up fine, uh, at least that's what it looked like on on the TV. But it seems like he tweaked something so we'll see how serious that is we'll see how serious the um suarez injury is as well and speaking of serious again you can catch the mariners and the a's tomorrow night on the serious xm app just download the sxm app and you catch all the action on the mariners hometown broadcast so uh before we hop off here before i hop off here rather um i've got a few questions as of late about where I get my stats from like pitch data, swing data, et cetera. The numbers that I read you guys, I saw it, I believe Derek, Darren, I'm, I'm sorry if I've um, messed up your name here, but uh, saw you in the chat uh, or in the comments of last night's video asking where, uh, where I get our stats. So, or where I get these stats. So I uh, I want to quickly go over that real quick. So I'm going to do an impromptu screen share. And uh, <laughs> we're going to see how swiftly I can do this now because I have all these graphics up on the screen. This is probably going to look a little bit janky for a second. So just bear with me just a moment. You can see it just popped up there on the screen. I'm going to try to make it look a little bit better for you guys by doing that and then we're going to do this all right so this right here folks is baseballsavant.com so you know all the fancy numbers they throw up on the screen on the root sports broadcast like exit velocity distance launch angle etc all that data that the root sports broadcast is privy to uh, is also collected and stored uh, on here on BaseballSavant.com. This is a website created by Major League Baseball with uh, Amazon Web Services. And as you can see here, I'm on the A's Mariners game page right now, and I can see the top exit velocities from the night. I can see the top distances, top pitch velocity, and the whiffs. Ken Waldachuk tonight, 15 whiffs, just two and two-thirds innings. What a weird start for Waldachuk tonight. Really weird start tonight. Seven strikeouts and... Five earn runs, just a mind-boggling stat line for him. Very Cole Irvin-esque. Uh, Bryce Miller also with 13 uh, swings and misses. Uh, so I can get the box score right here. This is all your, you know, run-of-the-mill stats, hits, doubles, triples, home runs, RBI, walks, strikeouts, etc. cetera. Uh, current average, current OPS. Hard hit balls are here. The flame emojis indicate a hard hit ball. So J.P. Crawford had two tonight. Julio had one, Cal Raleigh had one, Teo had one, AJ Pollock had two, Tramel had one, Haggerty had one. Uh, and then if you want to get deeper into the weeds, uh, you can see all the exit velocities from the game over here. You can see all the pitch velocities from the game. So every single pitch from the game, you can get all the velocities for that. And then if you want more uh, specific breakdowns for all the pitchers, you can go to player breakdowns. And here's all the information you could possibly want on 
all the pitchers who appeared in this game. Bryce Miller, for example, here. Here's where I got his pitch counts. 73 fastballs, 8 sliders, 7 changeups, 2 curveballs. You can get the spin rates. You can get the vertical break, horizontal break. You can get it all. So, yeah, Baseball Savant, it's a great tool. Uh, It's completely free. Uh, You can access it right now. You can access every single thing that I just showed you for free as I'm going to try to uh, get myself squared away here. So, yeah, definitely check it out. If you are looking to uh, get more into stats or you're looking for a place to, uh, to find all that information in just one solid spot, one go-to spot, uh, Baseball Savant is the, is the place to be. So, yeah. So for anyone that didn't know about it, there you go. Um, it's a pretty magical thing. <laughs> so we, uh, we love Baseball Savant over here. It's a, uh, it's a great tool for us. I also use Fangraphs.com and uh, sometimes baseball reference as well. All right, so that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. My name is Tidy Gonzalez. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, C-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z. You can also follow the show at Locked On Mariners, or sorry, at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow us at Locked On Mariners on TikTok and Instagram as well. Check it out. Uh, You can also follow my co-host, Colby, on Twitter at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. He'll be joining us tomorrow afternoon to give his thoughts and takeaways from tonight's game and get you set for tomorrow night's game as the Mariners go for a sweep against the Oakland A's. Again, you can catch that game on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app. Hope you guys have a wonderful night. Go watch some Locked On Seahawks after this if you're a Seahawks fan. Do it. Say what's up to Corbin. He used to be my boss, you know. Uh, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace. Have yourself a beautiful baseball day. Go M's.